With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. Critically analyzing global affairs. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, joining us in a bit will be Hernando Arce. You can uh, help him out at his givesendgo.com. Hernando Arce, A-R-C-E. Uh, he's a real boots on the ground freedom fighter reporting on the globalist mass migration, getting arrested unlawfully by crooked cops uh, for that. Uh, so he'll be coming up some interesting news. Uh, meanwhile, I came across this quote from 1955, I think, and it's it's referenced. I got the primary source. I got it off of a Telegram. It really makes you think. It's it's from Mao Zedong in 1955, and he 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 says, "quote As a result of World War One, the Tsar, the landlords, and the capitalists in Russia were wiped out. As a result of World War Two, Chiang Kai-shek and the landlords were overthrown in China and the East European countries and a number of countries in Asia were liberated right by, by communism should the United States launch a third world war and supposing it lasted eight or ten years the result would be the elimination of the ruling classes in the United States Britain and the other accomplice countries and the transformation of most of the world into countries led by communist parties. That was 1955. Does that not sound like where we are today, where the Western ruling classes are about to become toast? He continues, if they desist from war, they can survive a little longer on this earth. But the sooner they make war, the sooner they will be wiped from the face of the earth. Then a people's United Nations would be set up maybe in Shanghai, maybe somewhere in Europe, or it might be set up again in New York, provided the US warmongers had been wiped out. So he's, you got, you know, forget the whole um, Mazzini letter, you know, Albert Pike thing, which not even confirmed. We got Mao Zedong talking about a third world war where the West is wiped out and a new world government is established. Absolutely, absolutely crazy. And um, that just looks like where we're headed. And you know, speaking of China, China, Uruguay ties are upgraded. China and Uruguay upgraded their ties to a comprehensive strategic partnership uh, yesterday as they pledged to enhance bilateral cooperation in the wider range of fields, particularly on the joint construction of the, of, of the Belt and Road, uh, of course. So that's going on. Um, also, Pakistan throws its hat in the ring for BRICS membership, according to a source who spoke to Sputnik uh, India, who contacted um, someone close to the country's Ministry of Foreign Affairs to confirm Islamabad's application for BRICS. Will they attempt to become a member during Russia's presidency next year in 2024? Now, the following is an interesting article, and I've been talking about this again for many years. NATO plans a military Schengen, basically an EU army. Because again, EU, if you're going to have this supranational, globalist, anti-democratic, technocratic structure, which is the Fourth Reich, the new European Soviet, Euroslavia, Euroslavia, as we call it in Croatia, the European Union, you have one um, 
political system, one economic system, one sociocultural system, um, and you can have one security system, an, an EU army, which they've been calling for. And I've posited in the past that probably one of the the reasons for the Ukraine war was to create the pretext to accelerate the creation of an EU army. Here you go. The US-led bloc NATO wants troops and equipment to move freely across Europe to Russia's border. NATO's European logistics chief has urged nations on the continent to establish a military Schengen zone to allow for the rapid movement of troops, equipment, and ammunition in the event of war with Russia. We're running out of time. What we don't get done in peacetime won't be ready in case of a crisis or a war. Um, what else do they say? That uh, currently moving ammo across European borders requires special permits, while large transports of troops or equipment could require advance notice. So they suggest European countries set up a military Schengen zone to remedy these issues, referring to the agreement that allows free travel between most EU states. Uh, so pretty much an EU army. Again, it's really easy to figure out what they're trying to do. Uh, absolutely crazy. It's always goes down the world government. That's what they want. And Kit uh, Clarenberg did a great piece for Grey Zone on NATO's annexation of Montenegro. Again, they just keep expanding their uh, Hamas armed wing spokesman put out uh, a statement. Well, we call for escalation of confrontation with Israel on all resistance fronts. This was an interesting report from Iranian Press TV. Turkey's national intelligence organization has rescued a renowned Palestinian hacker from the Israeli Mossad spy agency seeking to kidnap or possibly kill him. Uh, this guy, Omar, who was behind the disruption of Israel's Iron Dome anti-missile system, in 2015 and 16 in an international operation and offered him protection uh as he was targeted by Mossad in Turkey and Malaysia so a lot of uh, spy games going on U.S Secretary of State Tony Blinken stresses the need for the establishment of a Palestinian state in phone calls with counterparts from Saudi UAE Qatar the U.S has intensified its rhetoric in favor of a two-state solution that is interesting and just more reports on how the german economy is imploding germany financial sector sector facing dark clouds um basically talking about weak loan demand to unrealized losses uh not looking good for europe and uh, amusing report rt editor-in-chief says we spit on eu sanctions the eu's efforts to block access to russia state affiliated media have largely failed uh, all right a reminder for a complete list of shows and our schedule offered on tnt radio just go to tnt radio live we serve up the latest live news current affairs presented by a host of credible and expert commentators separating fact from fiction truth from propaganda right here on tnt radio keeping the commitment i love you guys unbelievable 24 7 listen to you every day have for years today's news talk radio tnt here we go. You might want to pour yourself uh, a Guinness. All heck has broken loose in Dublin, Ireland, with violent protests flaring up in the city. 
after a stabbing attack outside a school left five people including three children injured reportedly the riots are being fueled by rumors that the perpetrator is an immigrant here with the story joining me once again TNT radio news producer producer Adam Clark aka Ruckus Thanks, Rory. You're probably going to need something stronger than just the Guinness, my friend. Uh, buses and trams have been torched uh, and a shop looted during riots. They're not even trying to pretend this is some sort of peaceful protest in Dublin city center after a stabbing attack outside a school left three children injured. Police and politicians called for calm amid warnings against misinformation as violence escalated from a demonstration that began on Thursday afternoon at the scene of the incident. There were clashes with riot police as some demonstrators let off flares and fireworks, while others grabbed chairs and stools from outside bars and restaurants. A police cordon was set up around the Irish Parliament building and officers, oh, Leinster House, and officers from the Garda-mounted support unit were in nearby Grafton Street. More than 400 Irish police officers were involved in the height of the response. In a video statement on social media, Chief Superintendent Patrick McMenamine said some members of the police force had been attacked and assaulted. However, he said no serious injures, injuries had been reported by Gardai or members of the public. Gardai remain, remained on patrol in the city center, he said, adding, quote, Dublin city center is now calm and returning to normal, end quote. The Irish justice minister, Helen McEntee, labeled the scenes, quote unquote, intolerable. And she said a, quote, thuggish and manipulative element must not be allowed to use an appalling tragedy to wreak havoc, end quote. The Garda commissioner, Drew Harris, said a, quote, complete lunatic faction driven by far right ideology, end quote, was behind the disorder. The violence broke out after three young children and a woman were attacked in Parnell Square East in the north of the city center. Police detained a man in his 50s who was also being treated for injuries and said they were not seeking other suspects. Uh, this happened. Um, what did they say happened about 1 30 p.m. Uh, local time for them on Thursday outside this school whose name I couldn't even pretend to pronounce. I apologize. Police said a five year old girl and a woman in her 30s and a man in his 50s sustained serious injuries. The girl was receiving emergency medical treatment. A five year old boy and a six year old girl were treated, treated for less severe injuries and the boy was discharged from the hospital. There, uh, the officials are appealing for anyone with information, um, and he, they, uh, the cops, basically out there praising bystanders who actually intervened um, during, and you know, they subdued the, the suspect. Uh, so what happened was, I guess there was an early report that came out from what they basically would call a, a far right kind of thing, uh, who suggested that the the person involved was a foreigner and i'm trying to remember specifically what they said i can't remember i don't have it in front of me uh, but that has not been proven yet but um that's what they're saying is uh the reason everybody's so angry is because of the tensions with uh with the, the immigration stuff uh, ireland ireland has been struggling to house and integrate hundreds of thousands of migrants and asylum seekers and it's led to increasingly frequent displays of public anger uh particularly in dublin so this uh, seems like more of the same, Harvori, but what do you think? As you said, uh, more of the same. I'm just reading comments from the 
uh, metaverse, as I like to call it, uh, terrible scenes in Ireland, across Europe. The story is the same. A corrupt political class enriched themselves while importing barbarism for the rest of us and using censorship to quell um, dissent. And Michael O'Fallon of Sovereign Nations, who I'm a big fan of, he uh, comments on this. He, uh, he says, as predicted, Irish Garda commissioner claims Irish citizens that are angry about the deconstruction of their national security are now hooligans driven by quote far-right ideology when it was progressive ideology that brought the problem to Ireland when you bring people who hate you and your way of life to your nation and insist that anyone who objects to a massive increase in crime and violence is a hooligan and you have a recipe for righteous protests when you had BLM protests in the streets three years ago um Tayo Sich Varadkar urged on the protests. When you have Irish citizens pr protesting for the rights of the Irish, they are hooligans. Expect uh, them to impose restrictions to protests very soon. Irish citizens should not back down, said Michael O'Fallon. I'm guessing he's also Irish extraction. Um, but look, it's this I get images of Elysium, you know, that film with Matt Damon, where this is what these elites, I think, want all across the board uh in, in as many countries as they can i guess especially in the west europe and north america uh where you 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 mix up you create this multiculturalism um and the elites are they're in their gated communities and their little elysium city states they they're they're fortified fortresses so they could really care less about what happens to cities and nations uh meanwhile uh as this chaos goes on you get gangs and riots and violence and lawlessness everything collapses the economy collapses and it's that's the neo-feudalism that's this new dystopian system there they got their private armed guards and bazookas in their fortresses and everyone else is left to live in this you know dystopian sci-fi blade runner reality that just seems like i mean this is all intentional i mean how I don't understand the, these Irish authorities. I mean, this guy, shame on him. Absolutely. This Garda commissioner is just like calling normal people uh, who wanted law and order. I mean, the authorities, are, I don't know what to say anymore, Ruckus. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe if, uh, I don't know, I'm not saying that the, the politicians or the governments or these cities deserve any of this to happen, but clearly we're seeing a pattern here so at some point you would think other uh, corrupt governments policies places might be like hmm maybe we should consider changing our game before this kind of crap happens where we are i'm just saying you know send in the robocop the autonomous drone swarms the robo dogs but you know if you ask me um our authorities the irish authorities are are i don't know what you call them they're they're evil they're allowing evil to happen they're calling good evil and evil good literally they're defending the uh criminals and they're accusing law you know um citizens of, of being you know far-right extremists for wanting you know justice to be done uh it's it's absolutely crazy but I'm just afraid, you know, in the near future, a lot of guests that we've talked to, projections that they've made, you'll see something akin to civil war in Europe, um, maybe even the, even in the U.S. as if this trend um, continues. So 
I guess we're going to have to hold on to our hats. Thank you, Ruckus. Have a wonderful rest of the Thanksgiving day. Uh, we got Hernando uh, Arce joining us to talk mass migration. We'll be right back. TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. I'm a native New Yorker. I've lived here most of my life. I love the energy. I love all the cultural opportunities. I love just the street scene, but not anymore. New York, to use Donald Trump's famous phrase, is now a shithole. Warren Wilhelm, Bill de Blasio, and Eric Adams destroying the legacy in, in just a few short years of Rudy Giuliani and Bloomberg. We had low crime, we had booming tourism, we had booming business. Even with the 9-11 terrorist attacks, business in New York, it rebounded, it was booming. We've got beautiful, gleaming new apartment buildings. It breaks my heart to see what has been done to my native state, whose motto, Excelsior, means ever upward. But these last 20 years, unfortunately, they've been ever downward, again, not by accident, all by design. And what's the root of the problem? The root of the problem is our crooked elections. The Timothy Shea Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. It's time to switch on today's News Talk Radio. Very entertaining. TNT. All right, joining us for the first time on this Rebel Transmission is Hernando Arce, citizen journalist covering the insane illegal border migration. And he was recently, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll put it as unlawfully, in my opinion, arrested by police. You can follow him on X at Hernando Arce, that's A-R-C-E, and his Gives and Go is givesandgo.com slash Hernando Arce. Uh, welcome to TNT Radio, Hernando. Well, thank you for the invitation. I'm excited, I'm excited to be here. Great hat, by the way, Tyranny Response uh, team. And, uh, you know, maybe before getting into some of this stuff, if you could tell us a bit about um, yourself and your citizen journalism. I was listening to a recent um, podcast or interview that you gave. I, you had been to New York previously, then you uh, transplanted yourself to, to Texas. So if you want to tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you do. Uh, absolutely. Thank you, uh, Mr. Morvik. Is that right? Moric, yeah. Moric, excuse me. Uh, well, yeah, I've always been a uh, kind of a citizen journalist uh, ever since I lived in New York City. I was born and raised in New York City. And uh, unfortunately, I left, uh, I was a refugee, you call it, uh, refugee uh, looking for asylum in Texas because uh, New York City 10 years ago is when I left. And uh, back then, I was actually still uh, recording the illegal uh, invasion in our country, especially in these major cities like New York, Chicago, L.A., uh, and so I've been, I've been documenting this for over 10, 12 years now. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, if you could tell us about what you're seeing on the ground, um, I, I believe you're out there in San Antonio, um, Texas, and a lot of us are, are watching, I'm, I'm here in Guadalajara, uh, Mexico, and you know, the, the migrants are passing through Mexico up, up on, uh, your yeah. way to the border. So wh what's going on? Yes, sir. I'm two hours and a half from the border of uh, uh, Laredo, Eagle Pass, 
uh, and Brownsville. These are three major entry points. Of course, these illegals are not coming through the entry points. They're coming through the river, the Rio Grande River. So uh, that's strategically how they're doing it. And uh, I have a, where I'm located, uh, it's more where they transport these people up within buses, these coach buses, and then they stop at my area as a welcoming center area. We call it the illegal immigration human trafficking area. So we've had hundreds of thousands of people coming through our city as a temporary depot until they go into the interior of the country. Yeah. And, you know, and it's interesting because I've been visiting the U.S. Um, this year a couple half a dozen times. And it's funny, many times I'll get a taxi or Uber driver and they're illegal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just scratching my head like I had one person who was from somewhere in South America. They didn't even speak English. So we were speaking Spanish and. Uh, and they would just tell me, yeah, they paid a coyote. They brought him across the river. They were bringing a, a sibling was going the same way. And I'm just kind of astonished, like, it's that easy, you know? And even being here in Mexico, I've talked to many people, construction workers and stuff. And, um, you know, they they used to, they did the same thing. They were, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, worked for a while, came back. And it just seems like it's so easy to jump the border. And then if you could tell us, you know, what do you think is what is the what's the story here like why why is this going on well you know the border is wide open contrary to what the fake news media and the president biden is telling the world uh they're they're just coming in and surrendering the ones that want to get caught there's also the ones that don't get caught that we don't know about those are in the millions as well so uh, my numbers is somewhere around 10 million uh illegal aliens that have entered our country and these people are arrested I've got video documenting when they come. You see them holding those yellow envelopes in the airports. You ever see that? Well, those are documents that ICE gave them when they crossed the border illegally. They're detained by Border Patrol, and ICE comes, uh, Immigration Customs, and they, they, uh, they, they're arrested. That's what the documents say. It doesn't say anything about refugee asylum. They're arrested, and they're not even handcuffed, right? They're just, you know— Given the papers, uh, they are they're released on their own reconnaissance, ROR, which is a legal term here in our country, right? So they don't have to post bail. And a lot of them, 90% of them, the numbers show, they don't even show up to the court two or three months later. And when I say courts, I'm not talking about refugee asylum courts. These are immigration custom enforcement court dates, ICE, right? And so I have this all documented that they're, they're here for economic reasons, 95% of them. And that's unfortunately uh, does not qualify for refugee asylum. Looking for a better future, looking for a work does not qualify for refugee asylum. Now, the question is, the ones that do show up to court, and we've seen lines of New York City for those court days at six o'clock in the morning, long lines to go to see the judge. The question is now, are these judges letting them stay here or are they being deported? Because that, that's what the documents say here. They have no status. They came here without inspection. These are all legal terms, but your audience needs to uh, educate themselves and you know, get into the weeds a little bit exactly. How are they doing that? Uh, so that's one way, right? Coming into the border uh, through the Rio Grande. Uh, the Biden regime started a new program this year in January. It was called CBP-1, Custom Border Patrol 1. And that's an application on your smartphone, believe it or not. These illegals have smartphones and they're supposed to use that app uh, in the Mexican side, apply for an interview with the border at the, at, at the entry gates, right? There's only eight entry gates in our country. Most of them are in Texas. And so they only allow about a thousand people using that app every day. And it's like hitting the lottery. But unfortunately, like most things with the government, the app doesn't usually work. And so they get frustrated waiting two, three months in Mexico for that application to come in, even though that CBP one 
is, is illegal because only Congress can make immigration law. So this Biden regime started this app just as a cover to say, oh, they're coming in legal. They're coming in through the board. They're coming in through the gate of entry. But it's all fake. It's all lies. Back to you. Bro. And yeah, you, you, so you mentioned um, you estimate 95 percent are for economic reasons. And again, like I said, that's not justifiable. You know, I've lived around the world. Uh, I've, I've been a foreign guest in, in Switzerland. I've lived in Kazakhstan, uh, Mongolia and other countries and every other country. They've got strict controls. You know, I, when I was in Switzerland, the border uh, patrol dude asked me where was my permanent address at the time. I said U.S. and he was like, good. You know, and it's like it's like <laughs> you don't mess around with the Kazakh government. You don't mess around. If you're an illegal, you're going to get into big trouble. And so what, what's going on with us? And so you, and, and I agree, like with a lot of the illegals that I met personally in, in America, they were for economic reasons. And, you know, I think in, in many of them that I've met, they were well behaved. They were trying to work hard to make money. But, you know, who else is, is coming in besides um, some of these well-meaning well people? Well, not to cut, not to cut to the chase and uh, to the further story of my arrest, but when I was in prison, well, when I was in prison for trespassing, criminal trespassing, I met an illegal there. I met a coyote there that was human trafficking people there into our country. Funny thing, you say they come here for work. This guy that was arrested for DWI and he caused a collision. I don't know if they were hurt or anyone died in that collision. So here's a man who came here for for uh, for economic reasons, right, for a better future, gets into a car accident driving while drunk. All right. And this happens every day in our country. So even though they come in for good reasons, their actions, a lot of them have have some some bad vices, like this fellow that I met in prison. Yeah, and and you know, any thoughts on um, you know cartel members, gangs uh, mm -hmm. getting in and that sort of thing? Oh yeah, they're already in here. The the cartel controls the southern border, not not our country, not the United States. The cartel controls it, both sides. They've infiltrated outside as well. Everybody knows that, uh, and that's one of the one of the demand, demands that we have is that we want to we want to designate the Mexican cartel drug king uh, organization a, a a national terrorist organization so we can go on the offense. Unfortunately, not with this Biden regime. Hopefully, if Donald Trump gets into the White House in in, in ten months, we can designate that uh, them as a uh, as a terrorist organization. All right. I, 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 I want to get to the story of you being arrested. But first, got to jump to our headlines. We'll be right back. What brings you here? News Talk Radio. TNT Radio News. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. They've set a time for the ceasefire in Gaza. It will start tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. local time. And then nine hours after the fighting between Israel and Hamas gets paused, the first batch of hostages will be set free. Chinese hospitals have been overwhelmed with children infected with pneumonia as respiratory illness outbreaks spike across the country. An unidentified female accuser filed a summons in civil court late last night, accusing New York Mayor Eric Adams of sexually assaulting her when they were both working for the city in 1993. Globalist agendas, democratic rights at risk, corruption, propaganda. It never stops. For the news and views silenced by the mainstream media, by government and corporations, vote one. TNT Radio. Free speech always has a home here. Stay up to date with the latest live news and current affairs delivered by our lineup of expert commentators and hosts. Listen to TNT Radio anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's news talk. This is TNT Radio. We're back with Hernando Arce. Find him on Twitter, X at Hernando A-R-C-E and give 
sendgo.com slash Hernando A-R-C-E. And I was, um, I don't, I, I just came across your account recently and said, I, I got to have you on. And I saw that a video clip of you, I think it was at the airport in, in San Antonio. You're just standing there filming and the mm -hmm. cops come up to you. Um, and these guys are nuts. Like you didn't do anything. And then they uh, arrest you. It's like they're covering up for uh, these illegal activities. Uh, if you want to tell us what, what happened. Well, uh, I want to be totally transparent with you and your your audience. And so this arrest that happened to me last week uh, starts back two weeks prior to that, okay? In that I was at this immigration center, the human trafficking center, and I'm there all type of hours a day. That one, I was there at one o'clock in the morning. You know, they operate in the dark at night. Evil operates at night. And so I'm there at one o'clock in the morning. And I don't know, I noticed the weirdest thing. The illegals were not getting off the bus into the welcoming center. They were actually getting on the bus. And I'm like, where are they going at one o'clock in the morning? The airports are closed. You know. So what do I do as an investigative journalist, citizen journalist? I follow the bus. Okay. Follow the bus. The center is located strategically like one or two miles from the airport. So I follow the bus, not to the airport terminal, but to the back of the airport where they have hangars and warehouses, right? All public space, all public space. So I get there. I'm greeted by security and NGOs and uh, the bus pulls in and they would not let the illegals off the bus into the warehouse hangar. And I thought that was weird because I was there recording. And so they called the police, police came, they talked for 20 minutes, figure out what they wanna do. Then they called the duty manager of the airport. Duty manager comes and says, okay, I'm giving you a verbal criminal trespassing warning on private property. And I stated my case, that's another six part series on my Twitter, by the way, on X. From November 4th, if you go back to November 4th, you'll see that six-part series. I explained to them in public property. But as a good Samaritan, I'm a good citizen. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. I was It was dark there. I, I went ahead and, and, and said, I'll leave. I didn't get the footage that I want. They asked for ID because they wanted my identification. So next time I do come, I could get arrested. So fast forward, two weeks later, last week, same thing. I'm at the center and on 1 o'clock in the morning. They're loading up the buses. So I made that decision, you know. Uh, follow the bus. Cause I know what the first warning was unlawful. I already spoke to my lawyer and he said that was an unlawful warning. And I actually tried to call the supervisor a couple of days later to explain to him, I had the right to be there. And what they did was all unlawful. And I was going to put a complaint against them. And so I, you know, I get to the, the, the follow the bus. It doesn't go to the warehouse. It goes to the departure terminals, right? Everybody's been to the departure terminals. It's all public space. Right. And uh, sure enough, the police are there. And they, they, I matched the description. I'm, I'm recording, and they got in my face, and I did. They, they interrupted me from doing my job as a citizen journalist, and they got the, the radio call. Yes, that he matched the description. Go ahead and arrest him. And I was booked, jailed, fingerprinted, the whole nine yards in county jail. Not a pleasant place to be. Over back to you. So, uh, I, I think you said that you had paid. Um... What do you call it? Uh, a bond or something? I mean, what, what's going to be the consequences now of this um, arrest for you? I tell you, the irony is I get arrested and booked and put, have a thousand dollar bond on me for tr criminal trespassing when the, the people in the buses are the ones criminal trespassing. That's the irony of this all. They handcuff me. They don't handcuff these illegals when they come to our country. They gave me a thousand dollar bond. They don't. These guys don't get no bond. They get out on their own reconnaissance. Right. So that's the irony. Yeah. So I had to put a thousand dollar bail bond. I have to hire a lawyer now. And, uh, you know, I've never been arrested before. I have not even a parking ticket. You know, so this is something that uh, 
I woke up the bear and now I'm poking the bear. Unfortunately, this is this is a, a police state like Dennis D'Souza. The police state is here. And I, w- I was next. And, you know, the, the poster for police state with Dennis D'Souza says, are you next? Well, my I punched my car that, last week. <laughs> the, 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 that was one of my questions because I watched that a film I, I i bought it on rumble uh i highly recommend it dinesh has been a guest on tnt radio a number of times yeah. and uh Beautiful. for 20 years i've i you know i left america t- two decades ago but um i sort of knew this was coming and it's here now you know last year the department of homeland security banned me from paypal for thought crime you know just just like you you know citizen journalist or we're just discussing what's happening i didn't do anything at all just having conversations the Department of Homeland Security shuts off my PayPal, banned on Patreon. You are jailed for reporting, um, you know, good is bad. The Bible talks about in in the last days, good being bad and bad being good. And our authorities are going along with this. Just, I mean, your thoughts on then America descending into a police state, because we've been hearing parents, you know, parents complaining about COVID mandates are on the FBI watch list now, all this sort of insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned COVID because my organization that uh, is part of this here uh, exposing the, the corruption is called Beyond the Mask. And they're on X as well, Beyond the Mask. And, uh, we, you know, we've been fighting tyranny since since three years ago with the mask and the vaccines. I mean, we got we got up in the faces of our mayors and our, our p- political leaders here in our city. And so fast forward to now with this invasion of military aged men. I mean, we're talking 10 million and. And we don't even know if that's a low number. Uh, so, yeah, this is unprecedented time. You see what's going on in Ireland tonight? They're burning down Ireland. The, and this is not America, just American. This is France, England. All, all, the, all the Western civilization countries are being invaded by these third world countries. And this is all done by, by uh, plan. This has all been orchestrated, all been orchestrated by the United Nations and those other, other uh, organizations around the country, around the world. Sure just a few yeah a, a, few, a few questions on that so you mentioned military aged men mm-hmm. um i got a friend of mine uh he preaches the gospel uh he's a christian uh, like myself he preaches on the border uh, there the texas mexico i forget exactly where he called me up maybe last year and he told me that he was himself seeing like a thousand there were a thousand russian um men uh, he was using the Google Translate. Uh, we're mm. hearing reports of I've seen video footage of Chinese men, and often, it's, mm. often it's not families. It's like more males than females and military-aged men. Uh, so you know, we we talked about the economic migrants, largely from say Latin America. We put those aside. Now we've got these military-aged men coming in. You know, we saw even Bukele, president of El Salvador. He recently added a a thousand-dollar fine. For, for any anyone coming on an African passport to El Salvador, I guess, is one way to stem some of this. Uh, because now we're seeing people not just from Latin America, but from Middle East, Africa, Asia coming in. Um, but y- your thoughts on these military aged men and whether our America's adversaries, you know, Russia, the, the multipolar world, Russia, China, Iran, Venezuela, do uh, you think they're planning something? Uh, unfortunately, I think they are. And I think this is, uh, you know, we, we, there's over 150 countries that have come through our borders and not just the southern border, the, the northern border as well, although the northern border is not as, as wide open as the southern. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's alarming to see all these uh, 
men from the Middle East. I've got a video of Middle East men from Turkey coming here. Uh, and Chinese, I had a ch encounter with a Chinese woman. Uh, when I tell a thumbs up for Xi Jinping or thumbs down for Xi Jinping, she said thumbs up. <laughs> she spoke, you know, she seems like she understood English. So they're, so they're in your face, you know, and uh, we're not getting the, the best elements here. Besides these, these, these core, uh, these psychops operations here, we, we are getting uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the criminals. That, uh, there is intel from Venezuela that they've emptied out their federal prisons and that those, those men are coming to our, our borders. And I've seen the men with tattoos and all that. So uh, this is what we're going to be getting. You can't have an open border with an uh, open welfare system. You know, we have a welfare system here like no other country in the world because we're so generous <laughs> for the poor and the needy that this is going to overwhelm the system. And just to give your audience a little perspective, there's always that argument from the left, oh, but they pay taxes when they come here to pick your tomatoes and lettuce. We don't need 10 million people to pick out tomatoes and lettuce. Thank you very much. Number one, there's a program for that called HB1 where they come during seasonal and then they leave after the season. Okay, so number two, uh, they say that, that they pay taxes. Okay, well, let's look at the numbers. They're probably with the inflation, it's probably $40 million, $40 billion a year that these illegals pay some type of tax, right? Sales tax, whatever. But in contrary to the expenses that we incur because of these illegals, education, hospitals, medical, and uh, ju judicial system, we have over 300,000 illegals in our federal prison and state prisons today. So that number goes to, it's been about $115 billion for the last few years. Now with the surge, Estimates show that's going to go to $200 billion a year for illegal services. How do you like them apples? I don't like, I don't like them uh, apples. And something uh, also that you mentioned, I don't know if it was here or I was looking at videos on your Twitter feed and, and NGOs. And the, yeah. I had a guest on. He'll be with me next week. Um, he's a Texan who has moved down to Panama and he's built a Christian community down in Panama. And he's told me he's been on the border with Panama and Costa Rica, um, especially during the COVID shutdown where everything was shut down, but migrants were still being let in. And he said that he 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 has, he took photos, he's got digital copies of maps. Uh, right. so, you know, NGOs are helping this yeah. all along, the United Nations. He said there are maps that the Red Cross gives to mm -hmm. them the un I, i've seen video clips of migrants getting like united nations debit cards and uh, so they're 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 helping them intentionally to come in and again i think the purpose is to destroy the united states to balkanize it that's the you know divide and conquer uh and so the, the un i mean what the un is doing in, in in many ways contradicts its own quote you know on paper uh principles but you, your thoughts on you know, these NGOs and, and, and the assistance that, that these migrants are getting. Thank you. Uh, yes, the, the, the pact that uh, we have, we are entered into with Biden is called the Global Migrant Compact. Global Migrant Compact. You could just Google it. Obama got us into it during his administration. Trump, thank God, took us out of it, right? Uh, and then Biden puts us back into that program with the United Nations. So uh, that's number one. In terms of the NGOs, it's, a, it's become a business. This illegal immigration, open border policy, it's, it's a business. We're talking billions of dollars, billions of dollars. And yes, the, 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 the non-for-profit faith-based organizations are making tons of money on this. Catholic Charities is one that runs this, this center here, along with another one called Endeavors, Endeavors. And this is, that's all also a Christian-based uh, organization. 
So, and a lot of people don't talk about the, uh, the American Lawyers Association. When I read these documents from these illegals, when they've been arrested, because that's what they are, arrested, all right, the last few pages are uh, bon pro bono lawyers on the city that they're going to be going to, right? Because they're not staying really here in San Antonio. They're moving into the interior. So they have pro bono lawyers. A lot of them are, are, are actually Marxist organizations. I saw a few, too, that were Marxist organizations. So you got hundreds of millions of dollars that coming out of our taxpayers' dollars that is used for these lawyers to coach these illegals on what to say to the judge when they have a court date, if they show up to the court date. So, yeah, NGOs are a big problem, a big problem. So I have five demands. We have five demands that we uh, demand on our government in, in terms of the border as well. That's our kind of our, our mission statement with these five demands. And, and, and I guess the money is coming from for these NGOs uh, from Soros, Open Society, from United Nations, um, outfits like that. Um, yeah. I, I do want to hear your, your your five demands. We've got to jump to our break. Uh, again, people can go to givesendgo.com slash Hernando Arce and he's on X at Hernando Arce, A-R-C-E. Phone lines are open. If anyone's got a question, we'll be right back. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. A very interesting study has come out. The top 1% of wage earners in the world produce 99% of the emissions of CO2. Now, if CO2 were bad, that'd be a big problem. But it's not bad. But it's very interesting the way they came up with that. The number one producer of CO2 with 1.3 billion people is China. So the Chinese have to be consuming more CO2 than let's say the United States, and they do five to 10 times more. But that's interesting. Is this study saying that the average wage in China is higher than the average wage in the United States? I seriously doubt that. And the answer is not with CO2. It has to do with the system, the system of capitalism and freedom, which of course is being taken apart in the United States and other areas in the West versus the Chinese system. Now we continue to see China thumbing its nose at the rest of the world as they have produced 137 coal plants in the last two years and continue to build them like mad. And yet they say, Oh, well, we're going to be carbon neutral by 2050. By 2050? I thought the world's ending within 10 years. What good is carbon neutral by 2050? They're not going to be carbon neutral anytime in anyone's lifetime and likely in anyone's lifetime that has not been born yet. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. Even the thought of dementia can feel scary. It's why we put off getting help, even though we've noticed changes in our thinking or memory. But an early diagnosis can change everything, giving you medical help and a support system around you to help you live better. Start with Dementia Australia's online checklist. Because the sooner you know, the more you can do. Critically analyzing global affairs. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. We are back. It's our final segment with citizen journalist Boots on the Ground, Hernando Arce. His ex is uh, there on screen, Hernando Arce, A R C E. Also, gibsendgo.com slash Hernando Arce. Uh, he was recently arrested by the 
police and uh, you said you had five demands if you want to tell us uh, about these five demands five demands for national security because this is a national security issue right if you don't have a border you don't have a country and by the way there's there's intel stating that there's four million illegals at the southern of mexico in central america waiting to come up which is very unusual because this is the, the winter months usually winter months you know, the illegal passing slows down but uh, I've, I've noticed the center not slow down it's picking up so this is going to be an interesting winter when it comes to illegals. It's four million mortgage. Okay, all right. Uh, the five demands: number one, as I mentioned earlier, we want to be removed from the United Nations Global Compact of Migration because with that program, where well, the federal government is okaying this campaign. Number two, we want a full across-the-board moratorium on all immigration, legal and illegal, student visa, tourist visas. We need to close our borders completely down. No, not not close the border. Secure the border. Because we still need commerce to come in, right? You got to have your commerce coming in for econo economic reasons. But we do need that moratorium on all immigrants. Uh, three, uh, completion of the wall. You know, if you look at some of these videos of these journalists out there at the wall, they're coming in from the the wall that was not finished in Arizona and Mexico. They're coming in through an incomplete wall. So obviously, walls do work. We want that wall built along with all that uh, biometric and uh, drones footage that we need. Number four, we want to make sanctuary cities and counties and states illegal in America. Right now, there's over 400 sanctuary cities, which is a, a religious term, right? We, uh, and if they don't, then we're going to stop their funding, government funding for those cities. Number five, we want to classify the Mexican cartel as a t terrorist organization for reasons I gave before. All right, we need to get on the offense. And the ones that are here working with the cartel need to be deported back. Uh, and then we want to take the money, the funds that they've made, the billions of dollars that they've made the cartel, and use it to complete the wall. Those are our five demands. Over and back to you. Do you think uh, some of these migrants that are in the U.S. now, because I've heard analysts say different things that are uh, interesting, that make some sense, that, you know, looking at foreign policy for a moment, we got washington uh starting wars in ukraine in uh, you know middle east now wanting to start something with china um that uh, and we at the same time you, you've seen what's happened to the u.s military with the covid mandates um you know good men and women refusing them and getting kicked out of the military um air force and all that and then mm -hmm. the wokeism that's infected the 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 um, american military and so we're struggling there could migrants eventually be used as cannon fodder for future wars or even as things break down in the u.s to police us uh americans hmm. well that's a pretty good observation uh 2024 is going, is going to be an interesting year uh, we see a lot of tensions right now in our country so and yes we can go fight battles at other third, other countries like ukraine and israel but and worry about their borders but we don't even worry about our own borders and the money that we've given them ukraine 100 billion plus dollars we're just going to give israel i think 14 billion dollars that money we could use to, to complete the wall so yeah to answer your question uh yeah this is uh we need to continue to work on our borders because uh, what happens in our country will have a ripple effect in, in, in the rest of the uh, nations around the world. Um, and that's why it's so important to vote this the coming year for Donald Trump, because he had the lowest amount of illegal invaders in his tenure, the lowest amount of illegals in the past 40 years when he was president. Because, listen, they always say that immigration, immigration laws are broken. They're not broken. They're just not being enforced by police enforcement. 
We don't need we don't need immigration reform. The only reason they want immigration reform is because they want to give all these illegals amnesty and the right to vote. And that's why we haven't had a secure board in 40 years, because the Democratic Party wants them to vote and the Republican Party wants the cheap labor for these international corporations. That's why both sides are playing the American people and the and the people in, in around the world, including Australia. I, I think you summed it up well. It's a uniparty. Um uh in indeed and you mentioned trump and 2024 i think i i think i mean they'll be used somehow to mess with the elections no unfortunately i think you're right if they don't try to assassinate him because history does repeat itself it's been 16 years 60 years since uh that uh jfk was assassinated but you know we're all in on trump i'm all in on trump because his policies work i'm not into politics i'm into policies and that's why i uh I support Donald J. Trump. Plus, he's from my neighborhood in New York City, in Queens, New York. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, and, and um, I, I did also want to ask you about the the aspect with the cartels, which you mentioned. You know, I'm, I'm here in Mexico. I've never had any direct run-ins with cartels. I've had my home burglarized, not the one where I am now, but a previous home burglarized three times. I've seen dead bodies on the streets. I've been extorted by authorities. Um, I've met... Uh, purportedly uh, an ex-cartel member who turned to God and somehow escaped. Uh, but, mm. uh, you know, it's it's an interesting, it's a difficult, it's a complex situation. When you when you mention labeling cartels as terrorists, there there is a point there. Uh, some of the stuff they're doing is, is crazy. I'm hearing from friends, uh, family members of friends in certain parts of Mexico where they're literally terrorizing the local community one that i've actually you know spent time in um mm. the people the the selling the tortillas and everything they had to shut stuff down and flee mm -hmm. because um cartels are like saying give us money or we're gonna kill you and your family and like we're like yeah. well we're out you know but then the problem becomes if you label cartels as terrorists uh you know now you've got some u.s representatives talking about invading mexico and i feel like that's a can of worms no, 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 I mean that you know that it could become like Vietnam here in Mexico and U.S. You know, and any further thoughts on that? Well, no, we're not looking to invade Mexico. Uh, you know, with with the with the military men we have, we have special opera. That. Well, no, we're not looking to invade Mexico. Uh, you know, with with the with the military men we have, we have special opera special op guys who could take care of this business in a few days. So, because they pinpoint where they want to. Take, take out the cartels. We don't need to invade Mexico, okay? Uh, so that's number one. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Mexican government is, is controlled by the cartel. They actually tell them who to, who to, who to, who's going to win the election. So, And also another thing, uh, if you remember when Donald Trump was president, he had the Mexican government put 25,000 military men, Mexican military men on both sides of the Mexican border, on the southern side, so they, no illegals would come in, and on, on the side with the Americans. You know why? Because he threatened the Mexican president, if I, don't get, if I don't get these military, your military men paid for by Mexico to control your borders, both sides, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to designate these cartels as terrorists. That's facts. So that's how he was able to get those Mexican military men on the border. And so I don't know if it's going to work this time because, uh, you know, it's, it's getting out of hand. Back to you. Yeah. And, you know, I've been saying as well um, that, you know, they're, they're colluded, cartel and government. Uh, and, you know, Nayib Bukele just made a statement yesterday, president of El Salvador. He, he kind of cracked down in El Salvador, right? And he got a lot of, got rid of the crime. And he said that the reason the government won't 
crack down is because they're colluding with the crime. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people tell me here in Mexico oh. that um, the Mexican mm -hmm. government has a lot of surveillance capabilities. You know, they've got the Pegasus Israeli spyware. Um, oh. They've got so they can surveil everyone's bank accounts, geolocation. If the Mexican government wanted to stop the oh. cartel issue, they could, but they won't because they're getting money and they're they're colluding um, together. And we got just a couple minutes left. Um, I mean, th there's other stuff that's dangerous as well, like uh, human trafficking, mm -hmm. no, and and mm -hmm. children being trafficked. Yeah. So not just you know economic yeah. migration and and gang members from Venezuela coming in. By the way, I think that's true. I've seen reports uh, of that and seen footage of that. But you know, other other thoughts like um, you know child sex trafficking and and or you know slave labor. Uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, th that's a big problem. The Sound of Freedom was a great movie that just came out six months ago. Uh, the Office of uh, Refugee Relocation, right? Homeland Security, Office of Re Refugee Relocation, ORR. Uh, as you probably heard, they're missing oh, probably over 100,000 children by now because they don't know where they are in, in the interior of our country. Uh, inter intercontinental uh, Comp uh, organizations have also infiltrated the border, uh, and that's fact, that's intel. So it's, it's uh, yeah, the, the children is the ones that suffer the most. And what we're seeing right now is, is, is the exploitation of children in, in measures that we've never seen before in numbers. And the, the, I see groups of family units that come to my center, and the parents, supposedly the parents, sometimes they don't act like the parents when they're with the child, they have uh, ankle braces on, ankle braces that ice gives them. Is to track not not the adult is to track the child to find out where the child is <laughs> so that's how ridiculous it's gotten ankle braces on these on these adults to track the children but um yeah it's it's a sad state for our country right now we're in dark times in, indeed just got a couple of minutes left two minutes to midnight you know what are what are some things that americans um or even you know non-americans who are concerned you know what, what else can we do uh ways to fix this situation well, you know, back in the days, I would say, reach out to your congressman, but that doesn't do anything anymore. They're not listening to us. Like you said, the unit party and both parties are are, are, are responsible for this invasion. Um, cultural language and borders. If you don't have cultural language and borders, you don't have a country anymore. And so uh, <laughs> to my audience, if you're an American citizen and you can vote, I say, vote, please vote for Trump next year. Uh, and that he's the only per person right now that in the Republican Party that 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 can try to get us back to sanity. All right, and and you know, um, any I guess Greg Abbott in Texas is is he is he of any assistance? No, sir. You you no. know if if not, I'm not saying your audience is a low low information voters. I'm sure they're smart and they know what's going on. But be careful because he's tricking us. You know when you when you say oh he just put up a uh, barbed wire, they go they go fifty yards fifty yards down and go to, to an area that has no barbed wire. I know because I was there. They, they, these illegals know to look for the green uniforms, which is Custom Border Patrol. So then they put containers. You saw the containers on the border? Those big metal containers, they're going over the containers. The, the Border Patrol is, is, is supplying ladders so these people can come over the, 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 the containers. It's all theater. You know, government apps has failed yeah. us. Yeah, it's total mass invasion. All right, 40 seconds left. Uh, final thought and tell us uh, where we can find you on the internet. Uh, if you need assistance for your gifts and go and, and whatnot. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that, uh, Mr. Morvick. Uh, you know, I'm a working man. Uh, I don't do this for a living, guys. I have a full-time job. But it's my duty as an American citizen to, to, to give this uh, these uh, exposure, these documents that I do, these videos. Please follow me on Hernando RC on X. 
Uh, and if you can donate anything with help, you know, I have a uh, legal defense now that uh, I, I've never been in trouble before. I've never been arrested before. So this is all new territory for me. Thank you so much for having me on your TNT Radio Live. It's been a great time. Great having you. Thank you. Uh, keep up the great work. Steve Malzberg is up next.